Saludos amigos and welcome back to El Balcón Mariachero episode 2. Sorry it's 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 been a while uh, since our last episode but a lot has happened within these past months of December, January and February. It's Wait, when was the last time we did uh, the podcast? Uh, early December, no? Was it December? I'll say. Yeah, it was before before Christmas break. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, it was before Christmas break cuz yeah, cuz we had just said that in the last episode we finished with all our finals y todo eso. But, oh, my God, has a lot happened, not only with us, but in the mariachi world as well. This past December, um, en el Día de la Virgen de Guadalupe, uh, we lost a great idolo de, de mariachi, Vicente Fernandez, que descansa en paz. And uh, that was some crazy news to hear, you know, when he when he passed away the, di- the day of Virgen de Guadalupe. And I know a lot of us charros were out there uh, busy working. Um, but other than that, a lot has changed with... Us with the university, you know, uh, just a lot has happened. We were delayed two weeks before we were coming in person to uh, to to come to school. So I was I was still in Chicago for the first two weeks. I didn't come until what the the last thirty first thirty the thirty. I think for all the for all the listeners out there, we uh, we're three students here at Texas State University, and Texas State this semester uh, pushed classes. Um, in person, they pushed them back two weeks, so we had two. The first two weeks of our semester were online, so um, that's why you know Ernesto and, and Miguel were both out of town for so long. <laughs> and then we had that winter storm. Oh yeah, which uh, they canceled two days. Mm-hmm. Two days? Yeah, they, it was like a Thursday and a Friday could, could cancel out. Yeah. Well, let's start from the beginning. What you? And then it was TME. <laughs> oh yeah, and it was what, TMEA. What did you guys do after we went for break? Well, I uh, I went back home to California and I went to go visit family. That was really cool. I went to go gig with uh, some friends out there, the Mariachi Santa Cruz. Saludos to my boys out there. Jonathan uh, Clark, I saw you. Post oh yeah, on I went Facebook. to go play with Jonathan Clark. That was really cool. I'm um, in a group called Mariachi Estelar. It's funny because that was one of the groups I started playing with when I was like starting Mariachi, and it's cool to go back and you know see the director and talk to him again, and to meet you know Jonathan Clark again, or not to meet him, but like to see him again. You know, after it had been such a long time since I had seen him. But other than that, I spent a lot of time with my family, which was great. Um, and, you know, just hanging out and gigging. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. You worked uh, December 12th here, though, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, I worked here December 12th. Virgen, uh, I worked it here in, in Texas. And then the next day, like in the morning, is when I flew back to uh, to Califas. All right. What about you, Ernesto? I uh, basically did the same thing. Just spent time with my family. I went a gig a couple of times, but other than that, I just rested. You know. Did you work uh, December twelfth? Uh, the Yeah. Nah. You didn't. Did, did I? You said you were gonna work. Did I? I can't remember. Maybe I did. I don't. I'm not sure. You're super young. You shouldn't be forgetting things <laughs> so easily. I was. I'm very forgetful. I don't know. I think I did. I think I did. But I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I f- I flew back as soon as I could. Oh, yeah. It's just... You're always flying back, dude. Well, yeah, that's because I get depressed here, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not because... It's cause I, because of, the, of my family, you know? That's the only yeah, reason. You got, yeah, you got um, family. Because, you know, I, I do have fun here and stuff, but... You got a wife I, and kids back I home. I have a wife and kids back home, so I have to go back as often as I can. But I, I worked December 12th out there. How was that? It was good. In Chicago, does it snows over there, right around that time, right? So, yeah. did you did you have snow when you were doing the gigs? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think it. I don't think we did. 
I don't think we did, but uh, yeah, I gigged here and there, and then I caught COVID Ooh. over that break, which is which is fine because now I'm like a little bit more relaxed. I don't think I can get COVID for at least three months or something. I don't, I don't, I don't even. I don't know, know what research you're looking into. I heard it was just two weeks. I'm just glad I'm here in Texas. I don't have to wear a mask all the time. Oh, yeah, in got... Chicago, they're like really strict and stuff. And California too. You can't like my family and I on um, what is it like New Year's? Yeah, New Year's Day, the day after. We decided to go to San Francisco uh, to go eat and whatever. And we pulled up to this one restaurant, and um, this guy, he's like, hey, do you, do you guys have your, your uh, vaccination cards? So, you know, my mom and all of them had theirs pulled up. And me, I didn't think about bringing it with me because, I mean, obviously out here in Texas, we don't need it. So I was able to get a copy over from, from the university because they sent me a copy, whatever. And uh, what do you call it? I showed it to the guy at the restaurant, and he's looking at it. And he was looking and looking at it. Like, I guess trying to find my name or whatever. And then he goes, oh, it's from Texas. You guys see, do things differently out there. All gotcha. I was like, mm, let's get the these things. I actually got COVID, too. <laughs> it was like the first week well, of we, school. Well, we got it around the same time, I remember you telling me. But I got it first, and then you got it like a week later. Yeah, I think oh. I got it like at a show. I want to go uh, see John Milton. Who? John Milton. Yeah. The guy that hypnotizes people. No. Uh, I don't like being that sounds hypnotized. Like videos. <laughs> yeah. It's a show. It's a pretty good show. Um, Wait, he, you he, went he, to go see it live? Yeah, and then people people go up on, on stage and he do he does like like brujeria. No, he does like like a show like a like a comedic show like he yeah. does like le dice ah pues que de que vienen los policías uh, whoever dances the best well it's like. Well, it's, it's gonna survive, all right. And then they all start dancing, and it's super funny because you see people like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. People say dumb stuff. But yeah, well, I think were, I got it. There. Were, were you wearing your mask? Yeah, we were actually also like there wasn't a lot of people because of COVID. Because Ernesto is one of the few people here at Texas State that doesn't wear their mask. I do wear my mask. <laughs> yeah, I right. do wear my mask. When I never see you wearing it in classes, in classes like oral skills and music theory, mm -hmm. where we have to sing like and it's a closed space. Yeah, I wore my mask. Uh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. All right, whatever. Man. Well, no, it's funny because I, <laughs> I could say, okay, I got COVID, but I also did Come on, man. You don't wear a mask either. Ah, but the, well, no, I just started, you do. You I just, do no, sometimes. I just started this semester because I caught COVID already, so I'm a little bit more relaxed. Last semester, I was wearing it all the time, though. Come on, man. Well, like, well, like I was saying, I got COVID, but I didn't. So it's funny because I got... Um, you cannot get COVID, but no, not get no, it. No, listen to me, dude. Listen. So oh. uh, there's there's two testing sites here on campus. There's one of them, which is that little uh, campus testing kiosk right in front of Flowers Hall. And then there's another one that's inside of uh, LBJ, the LBJ Student Center. Well, I had accidentally registered for the one in the LBJ Student Center rather than the one, you know, the other one that's there at the kiosk or whatever. So I was like, eh, you know what? I showed up to the other one. I was like, yeah, I'll just get a test here because they're all free, right? So I got a test at the Flowers kiosk, and then I went to the um, other, the LBJ Center, and I got a test there. I waited like three days because, you know, I had just come back from, I had just come back from California. I was feeling kind of funky. And then I got a, a positive result from the one at LBJ Center. And mind you, only 15 minutes before that test, I had gone to the, the kiosk that's at the Flowers building, and that test came back negative. Were you feeling sick, though? No, that's the thing. Like I had like maybe like a minor stuffy nose, but I think I, it was just uh, allergies. But it's crazy how one place told me, yeah, it was positive. The other place was negative. But what I think is funny is how I put in one of them. Yes, I was in contact with people who had COVID, right? Because obviously I was traveling. So I, I just put that and that was the one that came back positive. And the one that I put, I didn't have any contact with anyone was the one that came back negative. 
So, you know, uh, conspiracy theorists, do what you will with that. <laughs> but I, I still, you know, took my precautions and stayed home and all that stuff. But it's just, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Also, Ruben Fuentes. Oh, yeah. Ruben Fuentes, I mean, he passed away. Yeah, recently we had uh, Vicente Fernandez pass away and uh, Ruben, Fuen uh, Ruben Fuentes, two uh, major, major people in the world of mariachi. Um, you know, Ruben Fuentes, a great, great composer. Uh, yeah, it's, and it's because uh, Vicente Fernandez passed away, we're actually doing a tribute to Vicente Fernandez for our concert here at, with the mariachis here at Texas State. Oh, yeah. So that, that should be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we can do some Ruben Fuentes stuff for the Feria del Mariachi. You know, that would be that would be kind of awesome to pay tribute to him too. Yeah. You know, because he's a very important person in in the Mariachi world. Um, <laughs> not as known as Vicente Fernandez, but mm -mm, but he still made some of the songs that were super super well known, such as was it La Viquina, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was La Viquina. Well. Uh, uh, Corey, well, we can't say officially. Yeah, we, we well, it's registered for uh, under yeah. his yeah. under his son, or is it registered under him? Under his son. I'll say. Well. But there's controversy behind that. But he's made some really great songs, really great yeah. wapangos overall. Yeah. Over that, yeah. Overall, it's just it's been a crazy past couple months for us. Oh, yeah, we went to our first TMEA. Oh yeah, we went. Uh, I went to my first. You've TMEA. never been to to TMEA? No. no. No, I mean, I, well, I mean, I, I was supposed to go my first year, my senior year, but it got canceled because of COVID. No, but TMEA was definitely an experience. It was really cool. Um, the night before, uh, Ernesto had invited me, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I uh, I had my class that we have on Fridays or my class on Fridays. It was canceled, so I was like, you know what? Cool, yeah, I'll go. So maybe uh, you should like explain what TMEA. Yeah, so is. Uh, TMEA stands for Texas Music Educators Association. And it's this huge convention um, and expo that they throw out in San Antonio at uh, one of the San Antonio Convention Centers that's out there. And, um, oh, my God, is it cool, dude. It's a trip. Like, for me, I mean, look, I play music, I play mariachi, but I'm not really, you know, big on the classical music scene or really anything else really? like that. Yes, but you man. played in the what is it? Well, yeah, but as a you, kid, you but play, I don't. No, but you played in the what was it? <laughs> What's the name of that? <laughs> orchestra. Was, what was it? It was like the youth symphony, dog. The San Francisco Symphony See, Orchestra. In the San I thought Jose, I thought that you San would be Jose. like a big fan of classical music. San, no. I, oh, San Jose. Dude, that's why. That's why I stopped playing classical music because I didn't like it. Oh, but um, it was really cool. Um, I mean, for all the people that don't know what TMEA is, I mean. It's all the Texas music educators. They all get together and go to this big old convention. And, and, it's, and, and it's not just one uh, style of music, you know. No, they, it's they have multiple. mariachi, jazz. Well, they have uh, they orchestras, have jazz, orchestra, band. yeah, band and all that. Mariachi is very small though, compared to everything else. It's uh, very very small. Like out of all the booths in that building, there were only two booths that were in mariachi, which was the mariachi clothing company, and. Um, Mariachi wow. Connection. Mariachi Connection. But at least they have something. Yeah, um, but still, and then you look at the instruments that they had, and you know, they're not. In, uh, in Illinois, where I'm from, you know, a lot of people don't know that Chicago is part of a state, Illinois. But I'm from Illinois, and we have the same thing. It's called IMEA. <laughs> Instead of TMEA, it's IMEA. And uh, it's the same thing, and I've never seen a mariachi booth there, so... Just having that mariachi booth here at TMEA, it's it's different for me, and it's really cool to see. 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was huge. I remember when Ernesto and I both walked in, it was like, to me, obviously I had never gone to something like that, you know? Um, it's funny because I was comparing it to a, a, a convention that I had gone to, which is called the World Ag Expo, the World Agricultural Expo. And it's held out in uh, Tulare in California. It's a massive agricultural convention, and they got tractors and stuff out there. It's super, super cool. Huge, right? And this is like, I guess, the Texas Music edu Educators equivalent of that. You walk in and you see rows and rows of, you know, stands selling instruments, mouthpieces, you know, trombones, trumpets, flutes, you know, like I said, you name it, it's there, which is really, really cool. Um, and you just constantly, you just hear music, you know, uh, it's nothing, you know, too specific, but you could just hear, you know, people practicing different instruments because they're about to buy something or whatever. They're know. testing them out. Yeah, exactly. I heard that you uh, saw your old friend, Jose Hernandez. Yes, I did. I saw my old friend, uh, Jose Hernandez. Saludos. It was really cool. He was the conductor for the TMEA All-State uh, Mariachi Group. Um, Ernesto, I mean, you know more about uh, all state stuff than I do because I'm not from here. So, oh, yeah. so how how does that work? Do they try out or what, or or do they, yeah, they go and scout just... people or no? They uh, pass out music um, excerpts that you have to play from. It's either classical or pieces from mariachi music, and you audition. I think this year was online. You had to record it and send it through computer, and then they just choose. Um, they choose people for the region, and then from those region, they can the ones that make it to the region, they compete to Allstate, and then yeah, they go to Allstate and they uh, stay there for like the whole weekend. There was a lot from your high school group I saw on yeah, that video that you sent me. I didn't go to the TMEA, although I, I, the although I wanted to go because I was in uh, I was in Chicago for. I the think weekend. I had the most students there, honestly, yeah. from one school. Yeah. Well, there yeah, that's... there were two kids from uh, Dallas. Yeah. Fort Worth, uh, we got Saludos, uh, Dylan Baker, the guitarron player. Two from Mac High, which is a purple, the Vihuela, mm -hmm. the section leader. And I think that's it. But yeah, they, they rehearsed for like two days. And, and they the, sounded really, really, really good. This. Were you yeah. there, Rudy? Did you go to that? Yeah, I went to their, their little rehearsal that they had here. I think I have a, a little recorded clip of it, if you guys want to hear it. Um, and also, and then the concert was, was pretty good. Yeah, uh, they sounded... I heard people were crying there at the concert, bro. Yeah, I almost cried. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just brought me back memories. You got, yeah. goo you got goosebumps. So this is a little bit of them. This yeah, is, that's how my, I saw my friends there, too. One of the songs that they performed this year was Fiesta in Jalisco, and so here's a little bit. So it was pretty cool. See, uh, see high school kids, you know getting into it for me obviously it's always cool to see because in california we don't have that you know um it's more prevalent here in texas you don't have what exactly though? like the high school mariachi like you know how i hear you don't have, have high school i thought you did mm -mm. california doesn't no mm -hmm. really nope. some some schools have. We, it's some but it's very very few yeah. even then it's not as big as it is out here in texas i went to the las vegas um uh, what was it a conference, I guess, mm -hmm. for music ed consultants, mm -hmm. and Jose Hernandez was there. They had some of the Las Vegas groups play there, and they were oh, middle yeah. schools and high schools. They sounded pretty good. I was kind of amazed because, in, uh, like I said, in Chicago, we're in the baby steps. Well, those uh, those schools also go and come and compete here in San Antonio for the Vargas Extravaganza. Uh, but they never win. I never said that. <laughs> you said that last time, no? No. That the Valley groups always win. 
I'm just saying, I mean. But you did say that. Last I mean, time. this past year, they took the three spots, all Valley School. Pussy. Oh, wow. Well, we can't all be raised in, in the Valley. We can't be all, you know, professionally trained. Oh, that's not okay. <laughs> no, no, not the guys. Not the guys. But, I uh, be caught. How do you oh. think? How do you think I feel, man? I have to be in the same section as Ernesto. I feel. Oh. I, I feel intimidated because wow. he's from the valley, and I'm from Chicago. Oh my. And it's it's been a crazy past couple months. Um, a lot of drama. Well, not, I don't want to say drama, but just you know, some confusion. I guess you could say with with plantas as well. Yeah, that's 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 our topic for today. We're gonna be talking about plantas and. How plantas used to be when I started back in when did I start playing mariachi? Uh, del año del calvo. No, <laughs> it was like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. I had just graduated middle school, mm-hmm. and um, and we had a planta. What does a planta mean? Okay, so a planta basically means like a base restaurant that your group plays at. So, for example. Um, for the general public, you know, they'll usually see signs or Facebook posts that, oh, every Friday from, you know, I don't know, 8 to 10 o'clock, the, this mariachi will come and play, right? Well, it's usually because the mariachi has a contract with the restaurant where the mariachi will charge them a certain amount. And depending on the deal or the type of contract that they have, the actual mariachi will sometimes um, charge tips or they'll just play the entire night, you know, based off of the pay of the restaurant. But they have a deal with the restaurant where they come back every single week at a certain time. Like, it's a certain deal, obviously. Um, so the planta is just basically means, like, it's a base place where they come back and play every week where you know for sure that they'll be back to play. Um, for us mariachis, it's cool. You know, there's whenever we get called to help with, you know, plantas or if we're ever in groups that do have plantas, um, it's always good to have a base. Because, you know, even if it's a slow night, you'll make something at least. Um, but also, depending on how you run the planta, how many people are there, what the actual kind of restaurant it is, or, you know, how busy it gets. Those are all huge factors into depending on how your, you know, how your night will go. Well, when I when I started, uh, what did I say, 2004, 2005, um, a lot of mariachis didn't have like their websites mm-hmm. or Facebook to promote oh, yeah. their mariachis. So uh, we had some plantas when I started. Uh, we had Six Flags Great America, mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't Chicago. It was uh, it's it's Gurney, Illinois, uh, Gurney. where we where we have our Six Flags Great America. Yeah. And then across the street we had a planta. It was a restaurant called Tacos El Norte, mm-hmm. and it, that was on Fridays. And then at Six Flags we were playing. Uh, actually, every day for the for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was our planta there, and that's where uh, we would have most of our gigs. It was like on the border of Illinois and Wisconsin, mm-hmm. so most of our gigs were in that area because the people who would come and see us at our planta yeah. would hire us to go to those events. What's your experience with plantas? So the first planta I ever went to was a planta with a mariachi called uh, Mariachi California de Javier. Uh, I'm forgetting his last name. I think it was Javier Vargas. Oh, yeah, Javier Vargas. And uh, it was a group out there in Watsonville, California, uh, with a real popular trumpet player. His name is John Ralston. Super great guy. Um, but that was the first time I ever did a planta. And it was at a restaurant called Jalisco's. And uh, it's, yeah, it, I mean... It was pretty cool because I didn't really understand that whole concept of, you know, going to a restaurant that you're going to make money based off of your tips. 
or you know i i didn't really get that obviously because i you know wasn't really in that much um but i remember the first night i did that it was super cool and then uh one of the memories that i have of that was we would all get this huge plate uh, which had steak, chicken, and shrimp and all that. And we'd get that for lunch, and then we'd all split it with the tips that we had, right? Um, so that was really, really cool. But that was kind of my first experience with plantas, and I would help them, you know, fairly consistently every now and then on uh, on guitarron, and that's where I learned a lot of, you know, the uh, the repertoire that I have today is all from there. Yeah, plantas are good because you get to um, practice what you've rehearsed with the band. You know, sometimes you want to rehearse a song or something and then the clients like if you go to a gig they don't always ask for it so you're, the plantas is an opportunity to play those rehearsed songs or pieces that but then it also does get kind of boring because you know there could be a planta for example where you could have four people yeah seen for hermoso cariño on the same night right so you're playing that song four times within the matter that you're there yeah but if you have a base a base pay you don't have to play with the what the clients ask you for, you could just be providing, you know, the yeah, the music. If if the restaurant pays you for the entire because there's because there's different types of plantas. Like in, in in Chicago, they don't really have that. Where okay, maybe there's one or two restaurants where you go and the mariachis like the entertainment for dinner, where they don't walk around the tables. Like you know, in California, the mm -hmm. Sol de Mexico, Los Camperos, where they play on a stage and they play, you know, the their rehearsed yeah, that show yeah. Okay, so that's one type of planta. And then we have the plantas where... You play, like, the first two songs for the restaurant, and then... And then you go to table to table because you're, you're trying to get tips or whatever. Yeah. Or sometimes there's places that say, hey, the first song is, you know, courtesy of the house, and then any song after that is, like, 20 bucks or however much. Um, yeah, it's just it's just changed a lot. Um, I don't know about here, uh, but in Chicago, we... Like I said, we would get a base pay, and then after the time that we were hired for, we could go and play for um, Talon, right? Um, but then people, what people, what mariachi started doing is they would go to restaurants and say, "Hey, if you let us play here, we won't charge you a base, but just let us go and play for the tables, and you know we'll charge the tables for for the for the songs." And sometimes, depending on the restaurant, that works out. That works out. And then there was also um, some mariachis that would actually pay the restaurant so that they could go there exclusively, you know, so that no other mariachis could come and uh, and work there. Yeah. For, so, for example, nowadays we have uh, El Mariachi Los Vargas out in San Antonio, and they played a super good seafood restaurant called uh, El Bucanero, but they, uh, they pay uh, El Bucanero, the, the restaurant, they pay to play there. Um, but he caught every month. Yeah. Now, now that I, I don't agree with because I feel like you're, um, de what is it? Devalorizing? Oh, come on. What was the, Devaluing. What's the, devaluing? Uh, what's the correct <laughs> term? I don't even know. It's super late right now. Wait, yeah, go ahead. That happened a lot in the Valley too. I've only gone once to do uh, a planta and it wasn't even a planta. It was just alone mm -hmm. at a restaurant in, um, Back into the valley, and um, we weren't we weren't okay with it because the the owner wanted to take part of the a part he of the tips. And we just we were just playing for tips. We weren't playing, we we didn't have a base yeah. or anything, and it, uh, like we didn't get much. You know, we get we, I I drove an hour Oof. to get there, and then we get like just what I need to eat dinner that night. 
Yeah, it's it's weird, man. Sometimes you get good plantas where they'll pay you a base, they'll give you free drinks, they'll give you food and everything. And then sometimes you'll get those plantas where yeah. and, and and I guess it's 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 the mariachi's fault sometimes, you know, that they don't they're not willing to to fight for the their value, the value of of the music, you know. Yeah, you you kind of got to know how to play the game. Yeah, so I have a group. I'm the director of a group here in uh, San Marcos and we're called Mariachi del Rio and we play at a restaurant every Sunday. And it goes really well for us. You know, we don't have a set contract with them, which is really cool, well, you know. We don't play there every Sunday. Well, it's no, only yeah, when not, a, not every Sunday. Whenever we can. But that's part of, I guess, our little deal that we have with the manager on Sunday mornings is that, you know, we'll go in whenever we can. And in the event that we do go in, um, they give us a free plate of food because we don't charge the restaurant anything to play there. Um, and they don't charge us anything. We just charge each table individually. Um, but even then, even charging tables has changed so much over time. Remember back then when it was strictly cash, nowadays because of all these technological advancements that we have, you know, people are playing or people are paying with Venmo, Cash App, Zelle. Um, they're using the little square, right, the to swipe their card. So it's funny because when you go to a table and uh, what do you call it? You know, they go, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have any cash. And then you tell them, oh, actually, we take card. Then they're like, oh, they got us on that one. So then they end up saying yes a majority of the time. But, I mean, Ernesto, I remember, uh, what, did, what did you think of the planta here in San Marcos? I think it went pretty well. For, what, we played two, two days? Uh, oh, yeah, I've, you played one. I played two. Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Miguel, right? Yeah, with mm-hmm. Miguel. Yeah, I was gone for uh, those days. They asked for good songs. I mean, I had, I had a fun time. Bowser. I think it's all three of us going. It's, it's all always a lot of fun. You know what's what's weird though is here in Texas, which I've never seen in, in Chicago with with mariachis specifically, mm-hmm. is when you go out to Talon. I've seen as little as two musicians. Oh yeah, like a trumpet and a vihuela, which is really weird for me to see. I was like, really, you guys go out to Talon like that? They get the river walk sometimes. There's only a guitar and a violin. And know? then and then sometimes it's just it's just the three of us, you know. And uh, the people will pay for it. The yeah. people will pay for it. Over there in Chicago, I've only seen as little as four because they want the trumpet, trumpet the violin, yeah. guitarron, and vihuela. But here, the, it's like they're okay with just the violin and, and yeah. harmonia. For example, I mean, we have our little our little planta here in town, and it's just vihuela, guitarron, and este and violin. And at the end of the day, we managed to to pull through it, and we all sing evenly. You know, and it's 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 a lot of fun. It's not just it's not just going and playing and working. It's Going, playing, and and you know, hanging out with friends too, which is and also, the, I mean, the customers are pretty nice. Yeah, the ones we've had, yeah, they're pretty nice and respectful. And, and we had we had one guy just at a table give us was like two hundred bucks in a row. Dude, I remember that. Uh, I think it was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We were playing, and you weren't there, Rudy, but. Uh, me and Ernesto were standing right there. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking to a client, mm-hmm. and some dude just comes and blows smoke in our faces. Oh, really? yeah, that's true. What? Yeah. And I was, like, so upset. And whenever I get he, upset, he I think... Smoked, I- like, he blew it, like, on my face. And then I was, like... I tried not to look like to him because I was kind of scared, like, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's, like, six foot no, tall. No, I was really upset, and I wanted to do something. But I, when, when I think about that, I just think about my family. I'm just, like, don't... Do it. It's because mm. people are crazy nowadays, yeah. you know? You don't know if they have a knife or a gun. But I was really upset, dude, and I really wanted to say something, yeah. you know? Because It what, was unnecessary. What's, what's wrong with those people, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I hate people that smoke. No, and um, it, it was very disrespectful because they were... Yeah. 
they were Caucasian. Mm-hmm. They were Caucasian, so it's even like, it's like, dude, you're coming to a Mexican restaurant and you're going to blow smoke and, and yeah, you know. Yeah, disrespect the, a yeah. person's face who's trying to work, you know. It's just, I don't know. I got, I got really upset. I felt, I don't know, I felt like it was discrimination or something, dude. And I was, <laughs> I was just really upset. He blew in Ernesto's face, but I, I saw when yeah. that happened. And I just, no, I, I really wanted to do something, but. That's a jerk thing to do. I, I held back because I, I was just thinking about. I would have thrown hands and we on We both site. looked at each other and we were like, what? what yeah, I really, I really, really wanted to say something. Mm. But, Nimodo, those things happen. And those are some of the things that you have to kind of like endure yeah. as a musician. And, and Nimodo, you know, those. those. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it sucks that it happens, right? But, I mean, we're there. Chandale ganas, right? So, trying to do the best that we can. Um, one of the things that that happened because we started uh, playing on Sundays there is that uh, they took <clears throat> there was a mariachi that that played there on Friday nights and I would go and help them out sometimes. You both would, yeah. And uh, they took away um, their base pay, yeah. you know, because they would pay them on Fridays to to play there. They would. They would. They would have. They would pay them their their base, and then they would also charge tips, right? Um, but you know, I guess they, uh, from what I heard from the group, they had said that the restaurant realized, oh well, we have people that are willing to come in for free. That's what they had said, you know, that oh well, they realized that there's people that are willing to come in for free. So you know, why should they have to pay a group to come in if there's others that are willing to do it for free? But the manager told you something but the, else. Right? Yeah, but their manager had said something else, and. He had said, oh, well, actually, there's no money in our budget right now. Because you know, of due the, to the pandemic. The pandemic, the Omicron variant and all that, you know, it, it's made them, it's made them uh, financially struggle, which sucks, right? So they don't, they have to cut some costs, and one of their costs was uh, the mariachi, which I'm not saying, you know, neither party is wrong or anything like that. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just it's something tough. that, it's tough to, that happened that yeah. sucks, um, and I, I didn't want... Uh, I don't want anybody to think that we're trying to take anybody's work away. No, we're, uh, just, we're we, just trying to work ourselves. We so. we weren't going on Fridays, or we didn't tell the managers. Mm-hmm. Well, Rudy, because Rudy's the, the the band leader. Right? Rudy didn't go in and, and tell them, "Hey, we'll charge you less, or we'll come on no, Fridays yeah. for free." We did. We had we had just we you know I remember the first time we did it, and we had called them and we said, "Hey, we're a local mariachi group, and we we're just wondering, is it okay that we go by you know just Sunday morning and." And one of the managers who I had spoken to, he's like, yeah, you know, that's it, cool. You guys can come in and you guys can come and play. So. And I never imagined that that was going to happen because um, from what I know, this mariachi was playing there for several years. Oh, yeah, they were there for a long, long time. For a long time. And then for the managers just to say, oh, we're not going to pay you guys anymore. Yeah, because of financial budget cuts and stuff like that. It's just crazy. And it sucks. You know, it sucks. We just, just hope that the group doesn't think it's our fault or anything like that. But... Uh, it's just right now it's a crazy world that we're in. Um, obviously, not everything is going to be super stable because of the pandemic and 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 obviously because of supply shortages that are all around the world right now too. But it is what it is. So how about that winter storm we had? Dang that that was crazy. Well, it wasn't it wasn't bad like last year's. Uh, thank God last year there was snow and all that jazz, but this year it was uh, it was just it was cold. Just, it was just cold and it was just. Ice, yeah, a little bit of ice. Yeah, a little bit of ice. Uh, we had rode up the little storm, if you will, at uh, Miguel's place, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, we made some good food. We made some ribs. Uh, Carlito, what else did we make? What was the uh, quesadillas? Como? De Garibaldi? Well, my dad says that uh, when he was when he used to work at Garibaldi, mm-hmm. he had some quesadillas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically just beans, uh, ham, and cheese, and a tortilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the, the salad. Yeah, it's fried, and then the salad with the onion, tomato, and yeah, chile sa- jalapeno. Yeah, the salad is just that onion, and tomato. Limes and limes, and yeah, lime and salt. A lot of lime salt. And that's really, really good. Uh, probably one of the best best dishes I ate. It's really good. I really liked it. Uh, but we made that, which is really cool. And we just, you know, hung out practicing music and watching mariachi videos and stuff like that. So it was, it was cool. It was cool. Um, just the ice was really, really bad. All the cars were all frozen. People were trying to, like, get into their cars, but they couldn't because the ice was so thick on the outside. It's crazy how uh, everybody freaks out. Like H E B was like Oh my god, yeah, H E B was completely empty. Yeah. It was like like the beginning of the pandemic all over again. Yep. No, but here in Texas they take the cold weather really seriously because you guys don't have salt and you know this. Well yeah, I mean then again you have to realize, dude, we live in Texas. We don't expect for we don't expect for snow to happen, especially here in central Texas. Um, but it, here in Central Texas, it gets super hot over the summer, super hot and humid. And then when it does get cold, I mean, it gets cold, but it doesn't ever freeze over like, like it ever has, you know. So that's why I guess we don't, we don't, uh, we don't really prepare for it as much like you guys do in Chicago. Cause well, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm used to the cold weather, so that's why I was like, why is everybody freaking out? But uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty cold. Oh, yeah. it, actually, on that on that Thursday that it was. Super cold. It was uh, colder than it was in, in Chicago, actually. Mm-hmm. I checked the the weather, and it, and it was colder here than it was out there. But think about that, though, dude. That's freaking crazy. That it's colder in Texas than it is in Chicago, like yeah. in January. And that's because it wasn't or January, February. And, and that's because it wasn't really cold in Chicago that day. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why Texas beat them. Ah, I see. No, it wasn't below zero or anything. Mm-hmm. When it gets below zero, it gets pretty cold, man. But here, everyone just gets crazy because, I mean, obviously. And it just feels weird because it's usually, you know. Oh, it's because last time we had uh, power. Last uh, time we had power out. Yeah, everything. everyone was traumatized from last year because last year we had power outages. Um, people with, were left with no water, no heat, no nothing. I remember nothing. my friend. Uh, he, he stayed with his sister in San Antonio. He's uh-huh. from the Valley. Uh-huh. Juan Garcia. Shout out to him. Um and there was there was no light, and they had to, como uh, prender lumbre, yeah, from a chimney because uh, they were freezing. They they wouldn't have the the lumbre; they would have froze. Yeah, yeah they would have froze, and it yeah. was crazy. Like uh, here, thank God, my apartment um, this past year, we uh, I didn't run out of uh, what do you call it? I mean, we had power outages, but it wasn't as bad as you know a bunch of my other friends. My water was still running, which was really cool. So. My internet at my um, apartment complex was really good, so everything in my apartment kind of stayed on pretty, uh, pretty well compared to the other places here in town. Uh, but there were moments where I would run out of what do you call it, electricity, and um, it was—I mean, not gonna lie, dude. Like living by yourself, and because at the time I remember I was living by myself, um, it gets kind of scary, dude. It gets kind of scary, like. You start questioning life. Nah. <laughs> nah, but tampoco. It's just like, it's kind of scary because you have candles lighting up the room, right? And it just flickers and then it starts getting really cold. So I remember I was like bundling up like crazy. 
But uh, and it's funny because that was when they canceled school for like the whole week, and like I started losing a sense of time. <laughs> yeah, they, and, they, and they did cancel a class for us. Yeah, but this it was year only, they canceled it again. It was only for two days. Yeah, f- so uh, we, Thursday we, and Friday. So we had a four day weekend. Which it's was pretty cool. Yeah, it's it pretty cool. I saw fun. I saw some pictures and videos of like people sliding down the hills. Oh yeah, was, really. Small. I yeah, I oh, that was like that. last year. Yeah, oh, last year. I, I you meant this La- last last year. Mm-hmm. Well, no, last year when I had seen the snow, it was it was really really cool. And then obviously like all these kids at uh, the place where I live, now uh, they were all running outside making snowmen and stuff like that. And then like within an hour, yes, and fell out on right. <laughs> Everyone's like, all right, snow can leave, and it wouldn't go away for like the next three days. <laughs> snow, it's a miracle for us, dude. Oh, yeah. see, yeah. here in Texas too. I mean, you gotta look at it that way. But all in all, I mean. It's a crazy start to the year. School was pushed back two weeks. Uh, we had school canceled for the snow. Uh, school was also canceled for TMEA. Um, yeah, it's it's. What are you guys? Lot. What are you guys looking forward to this semester? My graduation. So oh yeah, Rudy's graduating. Yeah. Um, I'm going to my second year of college. That's exciting. That's crazy. Congratulations! It went by super fast. Was it? It's yeah. already. It's crazy because we were talking about it earlier today that. It's crazy how the year has already I know. gone by so fast. We're already midway February. Today's the fifteenth, and this and this semester for me as a as a grad student is a little tougher than last semester. I don't know why, but I just feel overwhelmed sometimes. Yeah, I feel that a lot of my classes we have essays and stuff like that. Like that seems to be the big trend this year is essays rather than tests and quizzes. I honestly feel like I haven't learned anything since uh, those two weeks of online. Mm-hmm. I feel like. My professors, uh, like, they didn't, like, explain anything that much. And then when we came back, they expected us to, like, already know, know everything. Yeah. And it was, it was weird. So it was why, why don't you know it all, dude? Come on. Because <laughs> it's weird doing online, you know? Well, yeah, You're not really is. paying attention. I don't no, think yeah, anyone no. is. No, no one does. I but mean, I do, though. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying know. that because my parents are probably going to listen. But, I mean, I, <laughs> what do you call it? Paying attention, it is hard, dude. Online classes are hard. I know my sister, she she did online classes for her school, and I know she would have, a, uh, what do you call it, a hard time sometimes paying attention. And it sucks, dude. It sucks. Well, especially when you're music students, and then you oh, have yeah. to, you can't even, like, play together yeah. or anything like that. You and know, then so. you got to be careful, too, where you live, depending on your instrument. Like, for example, oh, for me, for me, it was really hard because... I was uh, back in Chicago, so I was with my kids and my wife, and, like, I couldn't find a room that was quiet enough for me to, like, pay attention, <laughs> to focus, to concentrate. Yeah. So that was a tough part for me. And then when I'm over here, you know, I'm by myself, so I can find that time to focus and, and, and do what I have to do. What I have to do. Yeah. But anyways, like, um, we're trying to keep this podcast under an hour, so I think we're, we're going to... We're gonna call it here. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get back into the groove of it. You know, we a lot of things happened, and unfortunately, we weren't able to um, to record um, this podcast in, in January. But uh, nevertheless, we're here, and yep. and we're trying to uh, keep going with this. That was our New Year resolution, right? <laughs> to keep going with the podcast, yeah. and um, hopefully, we can we can come out with these a little bit more. Yeah. Um, like uh, Miguel said, we, you know, we're sorry. We kind of lag behind, but then again, you know, we do have circumstances that are beyond our control, right? Um, but we want to thank you again very much for listening to us. Um, it's great to have y'all back. And I think we should have a guest for next time. Yeah. I think people are going to be uh, bored of listening just to the three of us. For yeah, those of we you, we should start an Instagram too. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, we'll start we'll start those things. For those of you that have our, our contact information, you know, me and Miguel or Ernesto, feel free to shoot us a message if you guys would like to hear. I mean, I'm, I'm going to post this on YouTube, too. So yeah. um, if you have any topics that you think uh, we should bring put up, in the let, comments. let's uh, put it in the comments or whatever, and, mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll talk about those things, you know, based off of our experiences. Or maybe we can bring a guest that knows a little bit more. You know, I I, I want to. I'd like to bring uh, Mr. Guzman on here yeah. at some point, uh, Jimmy, uh, because he own, he owns well. He owns a, a music shop here in town, and that man is a very well-traveled musician, and really talented individual. But uh, all in all, we're gonna we're gonna get back into it this year. We're gonna have a fun time doing it, and uh, again, we just want to thank y'all very much for, you know holding on with us uh you know like we said it's been a while but we're gonna try to push these episodes out as much as we can uh, i ernesto say something thank you <laughs> <laughs> no one... yeah i mean um yeah uh, just uh expect more content yep yep yeah pretty much thank you yeah but again uh from your friends here at El Balcón Mariachero. We want to thank you very much for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, that's not the name, bro. <laughs> I told you, I told you this name was going to be hard. Right? The first, the first. Oh, El Callejón. El <laughs> Dude, I think I said El Balcón at the beginning. Did you? I think so. Okay, for everyone listening, I told you that this name was terrible, but uh, <laughs> Rudy and Ernesto wanted to. No, no, let's try it again. Let's try it again. No, no, no. Let's try it again. No, no. Let's try it again. No, I, I don't want to cut anything out. Let's just keep it going. All right. Well, friends, from your friends here at El Callejón Mariachero, we'd like to thank you very much for tuning in with us today. And uh, we will see you all next week with a new episode. Haters. My name is uh, Rodolfo Vega. My name is Ernesto Saldana. And I'm Miguel Cervantes. I hope you guys have a great day. And y'all enjoy, and we will see you guys in our next episode. Bye.